0: Welcome back baby faces! Victor Villain here! Leslie is making their way to the ring. Mr. Jurt, JP Savage. And ooh, we got somebody special lined up, guys. And now making his HPC debut. JP Savage, why don't you tell them who it is? Damas y caballeros, es un honor presentarle,
1: Jesús Arigas!
2: Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, I never get tired of hearing that. Uh, you know what? In, in, in a special occasion like this, I think it should have a little extra umph. You didn't do bad. You did not do oh. bad at all. So oh, we we are we about to get last on the, on the show? <laughs> Let's start off. Let's start off with a big umph, right? Okay. Con los huevos, <risa> con las guanábanas, <risa> directo aquí en esta noche desde San Antonio, Texas. Yo soy Ricardo
3: Rodríguez. No. Ya yeah, yeah, es un pingón, man.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> see, I just got excited. God. Now that's how you start the show, gentlemen. You see
1: how I baited you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got him. We got him. Awesome, awesome, man. Ricardo, thanks, man. We appreciate the time, man. How you doing, man? How you been? What have you been up to, man? Well, uh, currently I'm I'm in San Antonio, Texas. I've been here for about
2: a year now. Uh I just moved here from um uh, from Orlando, Florida. Uh it's a it's a difference, it's a big change. Um it's still humid. We get a lot of humidity here still, but it's the the dry humid almost. So it's weird, it's not yeah. like California, which I'm born and raised in California. It's dry heat over there, um, so it's it's all different. But at the same time, it's kind of nice, um, just being around you know <laughs> La Raza and, and it's because it never ceases to amaze you when it, when it comes to La Raza and how, how we are. Uh, we're the <laughs> loudest.
0: the good and the bad things, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Um, What part of California? I'm sorry? What part of California? Los Angeles Los Angeles, okay Uh, You ever make your way out of San Francisco? Oh,
2: of course, man Before I was in WWE, I was in Independence I was wrestling for four years And all of California was our stomping grounds Unfortunately, there's nothing There's not really much of anything between San Francisco and Los Angeles So there's like that long five-hour drive Mm -hmm. Where it's like nothing but cows um and farmland which is fine but uh but yeah that that hour in, those couple hours in between LA and San Francisco and the bay area right. were uh brutal. <laughs> yeah.
3: So do you you would say you're more of a city boy?
0: Ah uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, you ever make your way to Fisherman's Wharf? Uh why don't you go check out uh Skoma's restaurant while you're there, man? Great place All to right. eat. We tell sure, them Vic Villain sent you, man. Perfect. <laughs>
3: They're going to uh, be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> they're going to kick his ass out.
0: <laughs> he has an unpaid bill. I,
2: I, I've been trying my hardest to work on like my potty mouth, but I, it's so fucking hard. So... You're good, man. You're good.
0: You're good uh, over you here. not
3: Yeah, go
1: crazy. This ain't a Christmas story. Ain't nobody with soap. Bar soap, you good.
0: So, Ricardo, man, you've been everywhere, man. You've done it all, man. You've done Beyond Backyard, Pro Wrestling Affiliates, Shakara, Dragon Gate what 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 got what gave you the passion man what, where did it start what what made you want to become a wrestler? Where did you get your love for the game for the for the business to be honest I had a and i'm I'm sure we're around the same age area time frame
2: um I don't know if you knew guys if you guys knew back then like there used to be um this thing called the black box of
0: course yes.
2: huh? for cable's <laughs> my entire childhood <laughs>
0: yeah. Good, good, so the best work, good old JR. <laughs>
2: yeah, you had, you had your little homie that would hook you up with the, with the black box, and then uh, you would get all like the HBOs and the pay per views, and you know, the unscrambled channels were not scrambled anymore. Uh, so, so I had a friend of mine who, who had the black box, and then like I wasn't too much into American wrestling, um, mm-hmm. but you know, I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot because I mean, I, I grew up watching Lucha Libre as a kid, okay, in Mexico. Uh, but then once uh, once we got over to to here in the U.S., like it, we didn't have cable, we just had the antenna, and so we didn't have lucha anymore. Um, so I kind of gave that up, and I kind of went back to soccer, football, mm, and the, uh, football.
3: Uh, the real football. Uh,
2: so then once uh once I got older, and then I started slowly weaving back into American wrestling, and then my buddy invited me to WrestleMania. What was it? Um, I want to say WrestleMania 17, oh, and God. Oh, just what only a, the best one, right? What a perfect time! Oh, easily, yeah. Well, look, especially especially looking now, uh, looking back now, uh, understanding wrestling a lot more, and then you know, taking, and obviously, you know, big c- scenarios like that. Yeah, I appreciate it a whole lot more. But it was specifically, it was specifically the TLC match, and if I, I, I want to say it was WrestleMania 17, where uh, uh, Jeff Hardy was hanging from the titles, mm-hmm. and then Edge was on the ladder and he speared him. Oh, oh my God, that so, moment is tough. So, so speaking on
1: the TLC, it must have been an, an amazing opportunity to to be on the commentating team, the Spanish announce team for the TLC pay per view yourself.
2: Oh, definitely, definitely. I and mean, and and then um, and I've been I've been you know through as, as a manager or as a, uh, on the side a part of several TLC matches, sort of or ladder matches, but eventually they became TLC matches mm. because once it becomes a ladder matches, everybody just everything just comes comes out.
3: Really, once you uh, grab a table after a ladder match, it's a TLC match. Right? Yeah, <laughs> technically.
2: <laughs> like, it, right? So, uh, no, it, it was great. But it was, it was that moment specifically where I was like, holy crap, that was awesome. Because uh, I, all, I all I knew as far as wrestling was, uh, uh, at least as, as far as pro wrestling was, you know, lucha. And then, you know, the, the acrobatics and the masks and the capes and the flying around. And that's all I, as far as I, all I knew. So then, when I started watching American Wrestling, I got I saw that I was like Jesus Christ. So I did the whole like Jeff Hardy thing. I would dress, I would get like those uh, jinko jeans, those baggy ones, <laughs> <laughs> and I would take like um medias and then like cut them up, cut the, cut the holes, uh, do the whole like Jeff uh the Hardy Boys uh, hand signal thing. <laughs> um, awesome. I, yeah. So I, I turned that, that's what turned me on into that, and then um. Uh, I did a little backyard wrestling because of that after that, but um, we were lucky that we didn't, that we, that we had a ring. We had a beat up as boxing ring, but we had a ring. Um, so we got to learn. We basically mimicked You know how it says, don't try this at home? Yeah, we tried <laughs> at home.
1: <laughs> but I mean, that's the clips that they take everybody trying it at home, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you ever wonder how much talent was lost in those tapes that they threw out? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> if any <laughs> so, so so tell me how many ladders have you
1: legitimately jumped off of then it,
2: it, well in the backyard man like almost every month <laughs> <laughs> so you do gonna feel uh, that soon well I mean well mind you I was like 20 mm-hmm. so like you don't feel anything then Just, you know, just the same, like, with hangovers when you're 20 versus hangovers when you're 21. Or, I'm sorry, 31.
0: (laughs) Tell me about
2: (laughs) it. Oh, my God. Didn't it all change after 30? Shout out to Pedialyte. (laughs) It was after 30. It was after 30 where it's like, oh, man. It's not an overnight thing anymore. Now it's, like, it takes me a day. Now it takes me two days. Now, like, on the 30, I'm like, oh, I still feel it.
3: Yo, Jesus, (laughs) not for nothing?
0: PediaLite, dog. Yo, yo PediaLite, no sponsor,
2: live. <laughs> <laughs> no sponsor, no bullshit. Yo, yo PediaLite is king. I don't drink anymore. I don't drink anymore for health reasons. But uh, uh, when I when I what back then when I did, if I knew I was gonna have like a, one of those like nights, I will stock up the hell out of uh ah, nice. smart
0: man. Nice. Right, See right. that, that uh, we'll get we'll get to it, but there's a lot in common. There's a lot in common there, guys.
1: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Keep that notion. This is going in a good place.
0: <laughs> uh, so, Ricardo, you talk about the Hardys and how how legendary that those moments were, man. How was it when you actually met with them for the first time? You know, got to interact with them backstage and whatnot. Uh,
2: coincidentally, coincidentally. Um... My first WrestleMania experience was with, uh, obviously, Alberto and, and Brodus was with us. Right. And uh, Alberto had just won the Royal Rumble. Mm. And uh, we had worked at a program after that with Edge and Christian, which were obviously part of that match that got me into it. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something I've, I've always said. And I, I, I cried after WrestleMania. I did. Um, because not only was it, was, was it Edge's last match uh, in WWE, but it was at WrestleMania. And, um, and there were so many factors that went into it that made it even more special, but just knowing that, like, my first WrestleMania experience was with guys that got me into wrestling. Right, right, wow. And we got to the back, when we got to the back, you know, obviously we're doing our thank yous and whatever, and then, um... And they could see like that my eyes were just bawling. Uh, there, you know, you know like when, when um when you want to cry but you try to hold it in, but right. so you, like, you're, I you're, don't know you're, what you're, you're like,
0: talking about at all. <laughs> you're doing it right now.
2: Stop. No. <laughs> so they, they, they saw, you know, they, they hugged me and then um I remember I was hugging Christian and then like I just let it all out. Mm. Um Mm. So, so then he's like, "No, oh, that's cool, man. Congrats, you know, first WrestleMania." I was like, "No, that's not it." So then I told him the whole thing. I told both of them, and then they hugged me. And then wow,
1: it was it was one of those, one of those really feel good moments. Oh man! Uh, and the crazy thing is, imagine how that story impacted their lives, right? Because he just walked out the ring, I and hoping- that's what he's met with when
2: it comes to his peers, right? Right. That's yeah. Crazy. Definitely. Definitely. And then uh, I never got to meet Jeff, but uh, we we were there long enough for before Matt left. So we got to work with Matt a lot. And then that was cool in itself, too. Mm. Uh, and then as far as the Dudleys, I got to meet them uh, way after WWE because uh, for a while, because they have a school in Orlando, and I was living in Orlando. Well, it's just outside of Orlando. So I would go to the school like every now and then just to train with some of the guys. And then actually, some guys that you might even know, uh, you know, like Mia Yim, who was, um, who was in NXT, nice. you know, Leave of Faith, you know, they're all from that same area. Uh, so we're all training together for a while. Um, so we're all we we all, uh, we're all uh, close friends at the time. So I got to meet the Dudley's at a convention, and then they both told me, he said, "Hey, you know, thanks for coming down and helping out the guys, and you know, da 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 da." So I think we always just kind of kept that mutual, like you know, you know, cool. You know, um, so yeah, so yeah. That. <laughs> yeah so but- who
3: was your favorite person to work with outside of that that tremendous experience you had at WrestleMania?
2: Uh, there was there were several to be honest. um, Just because everybody taught me something different. Mm. Uh, I mean, and and then uh, I I know I'm gonna be like you know, hey, you're dropping a lot of names. Yeah, I know, but it, it, it's it's <laughs> this. Oh, we don't mind. No, but <laughs> you, it's hard. It, it is hard sometimes to tell the story without boasting. Mm. Um, but it's not—it's not boasting in a in a uh, condescending way. It's not boasting in a uh, hey, look at me, I'm this. Like no, it's it's I'm I'm proud of the situations that I was put in, thankfully. And not only that, knowing that a little kid from El Barrio in Van Nuys, California, got out mm. uh, of, of that environment and then went and did something, and then that was able to provide for his mom and his sister. Wow. Um, so like a lot of the stuff I take pride in um because of what came from it so uh, like like i said like working working with guys like edge ray mysterio um uh, uh, uh john cena punk uh jesus uh taker kane big show um because we got we got we got super lucky that once we started with WWE, they put us at the top right away yeah so we got to work with all the top guys from the beginning um and then not only that, like who we dealing with as far as like in the back, we're dealing with like Arn Anderson, Michael Hayes, uh, Dean Malenko, Jimmy Noble, Triple H, Vince directly. Oh. Uh, so, so we got everybody was different, and everybody taught me something different. Uh, so, uh, if, if you were to tell me who's my favorite opponent, like I, I, as far as like being in the ring with, like I, I couldn't tell you because everybody was special in their own way. Mm. Well, you, like, you- like, I don't have kids, not that I know of, but. Um, but I'm sure I don't know if you have kids, but if you have multiple kids, like, it's, it's like asking, like, who's your favorite out of the bunch? Like, uh-huh. you, you love them all, you know, separately in their own way. I guess I would guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you who, always have a who do you say behind their back? <laughs>
3: <laughs> my There's always one. Well, you since you brought them up by name, right? Yeah, how's it like
2: working with Vince McMahon? Oh, my. Dude, honestly, for, for us, um, because I don't and then you guys are Latinos, right? So we're
0: all Latino, yeah, yeah, Latin, Latino, Latino. Latino,
2: Latino, Latino. Dominican, uh, you no. Know we we're, we're straight up uh about a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So like if we had issues, like on the cabron, what's up? Exactly. <laughs> like, hey, what's up? No, 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 sure, coddy. And Vince kinda like that. Granted, if we had an issue with something and then we would not let's say maybe 53% of the time we got what we were going for. Uh, or at least if we had an issue, like, hey, you know, what's up? What's what's going on? This doesn't kind of, this doesn't sound right. What if we did this and this and this and this and this? We wouldn't always get it our way, but at least Vince was willing to listen. Mm. And say, okay, well, you know, and, and a, a compromise. We would always come up to a compromise. Very, very rare, uh, rarely did we come out with like, well, that didn't do anything. Very rarely. It did well, happen, but not always.
3: Was there ever a time where, like, whatever he said like you guys weren't feeling so you you just did some other shit
2: um not intentionally <laughs> <laughs> allegedly allegedly be smart cuz this listens yeah no, let, <laughs> let, me explain, let me let me let me there, there were times where uh the everything changed so many times that by the end of by the time we were supposed to out, we were like so which one did we agree on mm. so we, i don't know let's just let's just go and then We'll just apologize if they get mad. Uh, <laughs> so, so when you um, say so many things changed, was it mid-match
1: or was it actually like be, before the like,
2: match? Like, like Before we went out, there was a lot of times that like like, for instance, like, uh, like the promos, they were like rewriting them over and over and over and over again. And uh, so we're like, I don't know what the final thing was.
1: Okay. So
2: after a while, what we started doing was just memorizing pinpoints. Mm-hmm. So instead of memorizing the whole thing, because if you think about it this way. And you see guys like... Uh, what's the first thing you see on Monday Night Raw? The very first thing. It's a long-ass promo. 20 minutes. Yeah. The, right <laughs> <laughs> the big dog. The big dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to remember. So you just eventually learn your, your pinpoints. And then, okay, what do I have to say? What, what do I have to get across? And okay, fine. As I'm going, I'll just find a way to link them. Okay. And then... Um, the real had issues at the beginning because of the language barrier. Um, there were times where... We're like we we'll would be reading it, he's like, "Hey, hey, uh, Ricardo! Like, what does this mean? No, mm-hmm. oh, it means this. Uh, what, what, else does it mean? So, this. Get okay. this, yeah. So he'll just change it to something nice. else that was easier because of language, you know. Of course, still learning. Uh,
0: of course.
1: So let me ask you a question then. In that yeah. case, how many times? How frequent was frequent was it that Vince actually interjected, and overruled uh, the plans? Uh,
2: quite often, because here, here's the thing. So the writers would come up, right, and then unfortunately with WWE, sometimes like it became like a revolving door when it came to the writers, because they would go in and then the, you they would get guys who had no concept of anything regarding the product. So they would come up to the real and be like, um, "Hey, you know, here's your here's your promo," and then we would be reading this, and he's like, "Ricardo, what does this mean?" Uh, da-da-da. like, and then he was like, "When would I ever say this?" I was like, "I, I don't know." Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And we would go to the writer, and he's like, "No, no, it'll work out because of this." And then we would just look at each other, and it was like, you know, this is how like in tune and in sync myself and Alberto were. Like we were hear something, and we would just automatically just look at each other and like give each other that look. It like, it's like that's a that's pende- a pende- <laughs> <laughs> that put that way. <laughs> Word, wow.
3: So, so <laughs> needless to say, you and Alberto Del Rio had a really good relationship.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. We're always together. And then um I would like to think that hopefully it transcended over to the T V. Uh when we were on TV, um, you know, in front of the camera, like hopefully it showed that we had that chemistry because we oh, were together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, man. That chemistry was part of the 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 package, you know and I mean yeah, the up until we were... he hit you with a bucket. And yeah, then I, was, I was really upset. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was our time. that time. There was
0: that time. Well, there was that other time, right? I mean, oh. let's just do it, right? Because, oh. I mean, we know why he's here. And we know we, we weren't going to ask you in directly or indirectly, but we know what was one of your top greatest moments of WWE all time.
2: We the shared slammy? that
0: moment. The slammy moment? Yeah, it was a oh. slammy moment. Uh, that WrestleMania moment with Edge wasn't your only one. Uh, I know you recall the one where <laughs> you guys did, I think you worked with Jack Swagger as well. The following night, Ziggler cashed in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um. How so we have it a. Like, it's man. the running joke on the on the show that we we won slammies uh for for <laughs> Be- for that night the fan for being the ruckus the rowdiest crowd. But you were part of that main event that match before, right? <laughs> yeah. So we share that we share that Slammy with you, Ricardo. We know you know we we we're family now. <laughs> What was that thing called? The six degrees of separation or something? Yes. There
2: you go. And you know who was part of that six degrees? X was walling out behind us. No, he
3: was having. He was ball- He was going crazy just as much as we were in the no, sand. And then when we noticed him, he started
0: telling us to shut the fuck up. Yeah. for real. <laughs> really? Yeah, he he badass tried to tell us to shut up. What wow. was it like
3: being a part of that moment? Like being so close to the action when the crowd is just losing their
2: absolute fucking mind. Remember, your perspective is unique.
1: Uh,
2: oh man. I, I mean, obviously, we knew it was going to happen eventually. Um, there was talks about doing it in Re- at WrestleMania, but then it, it got scrapped. Um, and there was actually reasons for, for why it got scrapped, because the real was owed a WrestleMania moment, because originally, let me backtrack a little bit. Originally, Doreel was supposed to go over on Edge, but it oh. got changed because it was going to be Edge's last match, and it was as a favor uh, to Edge that he... We all, we all got together, and it was like, we're not gonna say no at Edge, he was always cool with us, and then um so Vince that's, so cool. maybe, that's dope. Yes, Vince basically told us, hey, you know, what, I owe you guys one. Oh, um man. so when, when that WrestleMania came, was in we were in New Jersey, it was tough. <laughs> so yeah, so we were in Jersey at the at Medlife, and then uh, that was basically Vince paying it back mm-hmm. um with with uh, Dorio going over, and then because like I said, they were gonna have uh, Dolph Cash in. Uh, but then they switched it to Monday So, uh, but, I mean, leading into it We knew it was going to happen eventually We just didn't know when okay. um, So then that Monday comes in And uh, sure enough, you know, there they are Hey, you know, Dolph is a man We're like, cool, alright, we knew it was going to happen uh, So, you know, whatever, cool And then, I mean, and Dolph deserved it, man Seriously, he's such a hard worker And he's so fucking good Um. <laughs> so, uh yeah, so we were there, and then all of a sudden the music hits. And then I've been around a lot of, like, amazing, amazing crowd reactions. You're a soccer um, fan. Dude. You've been to some games, right? Yeah, dude. Like, dude, I, I've been to England. I, I, like, even though they had a really shitty season, like, my team is Manchester United. It's always been yes. since I was a kid. Oh, okay. So I've been, I've been to Old Trafford, and I saw them play Arsenal, and I saw them beat the shit out of Arsenal, and it was great. Um, so I've been to the like, fans
0: beat the shit out of the fans of Arsenal, too, after that? <laughs>
2: No, but there's Tell me, me about that a little later About how crazy the fans are over there Right um, <laughs>
0: <Okay>. Bookmark this
2: <laughs> like, My dad took me to the World Cup in 94 In LA So I I've been around like loud uh, Like rowdy crowds like, Especially, you know Again, when it comes to La Raza you know, being you know, Going to Vicente Fernandez Or you know, like Bandas mm. and shit like, In LA but, uh, but no, like I've never Honestly never heard of, uh, of A bigger reaction than Dolph got mm. And then um, You're welcome <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have always said like the WrestleMania after um, uh, I'm sorry the Raw after WrestleMania is always the best cuz it's all the European crowd.
1: Right, right. Yeah,
2: but we were there. <laughs> at, <laughs> at Jersey. At Jersey. <laughs> over, In Jersey. Carlos. Jersey, come, come on. Jersey,
1: <laughs> you got to understand the moment, the time and the place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
2: have a love-hate relationship with Jersey though. Oh, not oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not, not, not Jersey.
1: No, on. Of, like,
2: Goddamn Newark Airport. Uh, Oh, okay, okay. We all do. It's okay.
1: So much. There's a forum.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Newark Airport is not easy. But until you go to LaGuardia, then you're like, oh, damn.
2: (laughs) No, uh, it's a little easier. It's at least because I don't have to wait an hour to get my bags at LaGuardia. Ah, Mm -hmm. but an hour to get out of LaGuardia, traffic wise. (laughs) Probably we stay by the airport anyways, uh, unless we're in Newark
0: ah ricardo you're you've not you've also been a trainer right you've trained uh you trained at Kali school yeah i uh i i was there for six months in india
2: in Jalandhar, india um we opened up a school over there and then i uh when i got there there was about 20 something students and then by the time we finished we had 100 i well no i had 100 (laughs) um so I had hundred students. So I was in the ring, man, from like eight o'clock in the morning till like close to ten o'clock at night every day for six six days, and then Sundays was the day off. Wow! Which uh, we would go down, we would go to the city, or we would go. Uh, excuse me, we would go down to the town and uh, get our groceries and stuff for the week. Was it absolute culture shock? No, honestly, honestly, no. It was very much like Mexico. It seriously was. Um, okay. the difference language barrier. Okay. Um, but like the, the way it, it, it looks and everything, and it was very much like a little pueblito in, in Mexico. Wow. Were you taken aback by the wrestling culture out there? No, you know what was great about it that they they appreciate and, and seriously respect the hell out of everything related to what they're doing. Because mm. uh cause, I mean the, the area that we're in is not very well known for its its, uh, its wealth, so it's very it's a very poverty-filled area um so a lot of the parents are sacrificing so much so that the kids can go and train so they respected the hell out of every little thing even though like i know they were dying a lot of the times but like they kept pushing and pushing and pushing um and it took me a couple months to to convince Khalid to let me run little little baby like small shows at the school so oh the kids can get a, you know some kind of experience in front of the crowd um It took me a little while, but I finally convinced them. And then we had our first show. We only had maybe like 20, 30 people that went. Um, And it was a free show just so so we can get the word of mouth out. Um, And then several months later, we ran a tour. And then uh, we had three events. We flew in a lot of people from the U.S., from Europe. Um, Brian Cage was there. Santana Gary was there. Chelsea. Uh, Obviously myself. Uh, uh, Crimson, uh, XTNA. Uh, 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 Justin Gabriel, P.J. Black. Um, wow. Ginger, Gender was there with us. And then uh, we three. we had three shows. The very first one had, if I'm not mistaken, about 23,000. The second one had about 52,000. Okay. And then the last one, only because it was raining. All these were like cricket fields, so they're outside. They're outdoors. We only had about like eleven, twelve thousand uh, wow. 12,000 on the third.
3: Only twelve thousand people standing in the rain to watch you guys. That's how amazing. humble. Damn, how humble,
1: sir. <laughs>
2: it was something good, and then so okay. So you, I'm sure you guys know this. So you know what Latino time is? It's like oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> All <right>. there's, like, <laughs> there's like island time, and then and there's India time. If Kali if I tell hey Kali, we have to be there eight o'clock in, in the morning so we can take off. Oh, okay, brother. And he wouldn't show up until like eleven. No, no shit. way! <laughs> oh my god! So he was—he was just like whatever, cause dude, uh, listen. And then it took me a while to get it, cause I was so mad every single time, so goddamn mad. <laughs> <laughs> and the dude, this dude is like a king over there. Every everything will stop for him. People drove <laughs> just to go see him. Uh, and, then, and then, and then, like Kali would be in the office and I'd be like, "Hey, Kali, there's some people here to see you." He's like, "Okay." So he's in his office and he has like the, the security cameras around and stuff. And then i would tell the people, you know, in in um and the, the best I could in Hindi, hey, you know, just take a seat, he'll be he'll be out in a little bit. Um and Kali would just sit there in his office, he's not doing shit. He just sit there <laughs> for like <laughs> you know, these people drove like four or five hours just to see him. <laughs> he's just chilling. He's like, Yeah, and legit, like we would go to eat, we would go eat, and he would take a whole bunch of us. And he never once paid a dime because the, the, the owner all he wanted was a picture and an autograph from Khalid. Oh
1: my god.
2: That's crazy. He was the Joe Namath. of <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, You know those old videos of like the Beatles that would be coming out of the, the, the yeah. plane? You it have all these screaming like- people. It's, no seriously. And I, I wow. seriously couldn't see it. And it's something that you have to see with with your own two eyes. Um, it and- was it was unreal. But, uh yeah, so yeah, so I, I did I did six months there, and then, um uh, people started going you know going after me for six, seven months, or six months or so. Okay. Um, what well, was I and this again, this is me just putting myself over because <laughs> because everything that I was doing, I was putting up on social media on my Instagram, Twitter, whatever I was showing, like um, I was teaching a disabled kid who had a muscular dystrophy. So, like, he couldn't move for shit, like, at the beginning. But by the end, by the time I was done with him, he could run. He could jump rope. He could do push-ups. He could bump.
1: Now oh, like,
2: he could run the ropes. It, uh, but, I mean, I was spending, like, two hours in the morning with him and before everybody else came. And he, he would just hang out the whole day um, until they would pick him up.
3: Damn, Vic, there's hope for you, yo. Ah, I know it. Yo, Rodrigo <laughs> can help you out, brother.
1: I'm on yeah. the way. Well, I know somebody <laughs> you definitely helped out, an HBC alum herself Selena de la Renta. Ooh. We had her on an episode here and she definitely gave you credit uh for get, guiding her along the way. Tell us a
2: little bit about that. Yeah she uh, she she was great like I had to uh, <laughs> she was a little bit of a headache and I tell her all the time <laughs> <laughs> hey pincha <laughs> a pinche Puerto Rican, little spicy like little rocket uh, <laughs> yes. and not just her, but like girls have this thing where like if you tell them something, they will get so defensive. It's like I'm not telling you to like put you down. I'm telling you because hey, I'm trying to help you. If, if you suck, it doesn't it doesn't affect me. Uh it affects you. So I'm just trying to help. Uh, but uh <laughs> now, now the the big thing that I focus on a lot um when it comes to teaching or training is obviously the you know the basics, the fundamentals, because that's universal anywhere. Um but more so what I've noticed. Uh, after the uh, WWE because I, I'm guilty of this. Like before before WWE, I never practiced character. I never practiced promos. I never practiced, you know, being in front of a camera. Um and then when I was thrown into this position, I seriously was thrown into this position with WWE, I had to learn quick. Um and I and thankfully I had so many great people that helped me you know, like Paul Bear, Heyman mm. a lot. Um especially Paul Bear. Paul Bear heard me out a lot. Wow. Um uh, before he passed So I was really close to him uh, Mick Foley helped me out a lot On like speaking and pausing And taking my time on certain things And the facial reactions
0: Wow Who are your wrestle dads? I'm sorry? Your wrestle dads Yeah my, when, well, like, Who are your mentors? Yeah like so, so we
3: like We had Mike Quackenbush on Not too long ago And um he talked to us about Like wrestle dads Like someone that was like Your mentor Someone that helped guide you Right Who who do you consider A, mental da- uh, <laughs> a mental wrestle dad? A wrestle dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad is
2: mental. Right? <laughs> See, to your money, <laughs> <laughs> but a wrestling um, dad. In Mexico, we call them padrinos. Uh, who is your padrino? Ah, right, padrino. like your godfather kind of a thing. You know? Right. Yep, 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 yep. So like, uh, outside from the real travel, because that's that was like the media circle. But on the outside, who people who would actually like call me and and say, hey, this and this and this was probably Paul Bear. Mm.
1: Paul Bear.
2: Mm. Would always mm. hit me up a lot. You hit me up on social media. A like lot. would call me, text him, and text. He said, "Hey, good job. But next time, try this. Don't do that. Mm. Uh, keep your arm above the rope so they can see you. Don't hide behind the rope." Um, nice. So little. You would always
0: tell me little things. Any um, specific advice that you would bring that they gave you? You would carry on to your students or anybody that you trained. Uh,
2: there's a lot, man. There is so much that it's it's hard to to define in just one one thing, but uh. Like for me, as a manager, uh, this is what, what I think, and I, I still to this day believe that I was the only one, and, and I'm still the only one that did this, currently or when I was there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just there to just stand there. There's a big difference between a valet and a manager. A valet just stands there. Right. Um, just that looks pretty or whatever, does whatever, but doesn't do anything. Like, what I was doing, I was calling the match to them while they were wrestling. Because a lot of times, they're, they're, they're so, like, they're busy with promos, so they're concentrating on the promos. Uh, they have so many backstage segments, so they have to worry about that. That, But they'll call the match, and I'll memorize it. I'll memorize as much as I can. So uh, while they're wrestling, I'll call it to them as they're there. So if you ever see me running back and forth, it's because I'm calling it to them. Or real uh, will use me as a messenger. So the real will be like, hey, Tom, stay in the corner take the kick. So I will run around, tell, say, Dolph, uh, stay in the so corner cool. take
0: the kick.
4: Um, Wow! Not
2: only that, not only that. Like I was calling their matches, uh, spots. I was calling spots for them uh, when when they were coming up with the match, Uh, and it got to a point where they trusted me enough to where like let's say for instance the the match that John Cena had with Dorio, the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street on Raw. Yeah, on Raw. Um, Dorio, I remember he had like a a phone interview, and he that took a lot longer than it should have, so. Um, they used to call. They used to call the real. Everybody used to call the real presidente. So by default, I was mini <laughs> president. <laughs> I was like, mini
0: president. Mini president.
2: Yeah. So uh, so like I remember seeing him. He's like, Hey, where's the presidente? And I was like, oh he has a phoner. Uh, so he, you know, he'll be busy. I don't, I don't know when when he'll be back. He's like, All right. So John had another one, another interview. So he was about to take off. He's like, Hey, come up with some stuff, and then uh, when it come back, we'll put it together. I was like, cool. So and I came up with a couple of spots and then I you know pass it on to them and then they just put it into place and then there they went. Um, nice, wow. Nice. Well, that wasn't the only time though. Like there were times where they would call me uh, for stuff that wasn't even like involving me or like the Rio or whatever. It would be like you know ex uh, agent. He be like, hey, we have this match between like say Naomi and ex girl whatever or two people. Uh, Can you think of an interesting finish? So I was like, yeah, that's fine. So, and I would, you know, get to Raw or SmackDown or even a pay-per-view. And I'd like, hey, you know, this is what I thought of. Um, so they, And they would use it. Oh, uh, wow. Very few times with the guys that were giving credit, uh, the one, the two people that would always, always consistently put me over, I'm going to say three, John, Punk, and uh, Sheamus.
1: Wow. Nice.
2: They would, go, they would go, hey, you know, that was a good finish. And then they would all go, oh, Ricardo came up with it. Uh, nice. And so. And do you
0: think they overlooked that? a lot like when it came down down to like how things ended or whatever whatnot you ever felt there, like we overlooked and, and they never took that into consideration Did you appreciate none of that
2: there there was a lot of stuff man that was weird towards the end because after the split with the real like they they just treated me like garbage really?
4: um
2: and there were very few there were very few that was still like bad for me uh and then they, they were and then bless them because they helped me out a lot um Especially when once Triple H came came into play, that was a whole different uh, change. Hmm. Uh, and I, I understand, I understand when, like, let's say, you know, like let's say, like, the new president comes into office, you know, he gets rid of the old cabinet, and then he brings in his own staff. I get it. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you know, because it, it was, this is when it was, the whole thing was changing that... Okay. Um, the guys that were there that were, that were hired by Laurinaitis, myself, you know, Seamus, like Barrett, you know, a bunch of other guys, Del Rio, a bunch of other guys, um, we were kind of, you know, pushed aside and I get it. I understand you want to bring in a new, uh, crop of, of guys. And I get that. That's fine. It's a circle. It's a circle of life. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like when they split us, like they, yeah, you know, they took care of Del Rio and I'm, I'm glad cause that's, that's my boy. That's my, that's my friend. That's my brother, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh but I was just kinda like there. And then what another thing that I was doing that people a lot of people didn't know, uh, was I was helping out William Regal with the tryouts uh before Ron ah. Smith. So if for instance, because I like I, I wasn't wrestling much. And then I was a wrestler before I was even what they were doing. So right. like I had itch. I had that itch. I was like, Man, I wanna get in the ring, I wanna get in the ring, I wanna wrestle, I wanna wrestle. So every now and then they would throw me the bone, you know. They would be like, Hey, you know, you have a match with um you have a with X guy from NXT that's going to come up for you have the dark Oh, cool Or Ascension um, Yeah, Ascension Oh, I mean That's another story I came up with the Ascension
0: That's another right. story Right, right No shit No, he did It was him and uh, you were actually with uh, Eddie Guerrero's was, daughter too, right? Sure, yeah But I, I was the one that created it Right created the, we'll, the, that. That's another yeah.
2: one That's another <laughs> but, one But, um, um, yeah helping out with with the the extras. And then, so for instance, if say there was seven of them, seven extras, they would put him in matches. So obviously there's one left over, so they would put him with me. So I would wrestle them and I would call everything to him in the ring just to see. Because you can call a bunch of spots and then, okay, cool, that's acrobatic, but can you you be taught? Do you know how to listen? Mm. If for whatever reason, say you're the first match after a long-ass promo, but the promo was supposed to go for 20, but it went 22, they have to get those two minutes from somewhere else. So... Especially when it's live TV, because it's all live TV. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So, you know, can you listen? Whatever. Um, So I was doing that. So whenever, like, Regal wasn't there because, you know, he was out scouting or he was at at NXT, so it was myself. It was either myself, Arn, or myself, and, like, Scott Armstrong, or myself, and Finley, or just sometimes myself. Um, So I was doing that for a couple years. And then after, like I said, after... They split us up. I had to split myself in Alberta. Everything changed. And then they started giving me a, a lot of, like, why are you doing this? Who told you? Is that your job? I was like, what the fuck? Wow. In three, almost four years. Uh, like I've been doing it. Nobody has ever said anything. Wow. That's crazy. So, I mean, it is what it is. It was a I, learning experience. I'm that. curious. curious. Do you think race, how much did race play a card in that? There were a lot of comments that were made. Um, I'm over it to be honest, um, because yeah, I'm just over it, uh, but there were there were a lot of stuff that uh, especially like the, the the guys below Triple H because like triple H was making a comment and we were like, ah, yeah, good for you. Um, but by default, the dudes underneath them thought that it was okay for them to say it as well. Uh... Now, I'm not gonna talk, uh, I'm not gonna you know tell off Triple H but I can tell these fuckers off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so, like, and then, yeah, it was stupid shit, man. It was, it, it really was. But there were a lot of comments that were made at well,
3: look at Look at something like Lars Sullivan, right, and all yes. this racist shit that's coming out about Lars Sullivan. Right. You know, uh, how do you feel about someone who's so blatantly out there with his uh, racist point of views? And what do they do? They place some
2: on money in the bank against the Lucha Bros.
3: Yeah,
2: um, I I don't watch it as much. I just heard about this whole large thing a couple of days ago after Money in the Bank because people on Twitter started going off on it. Um, that's the only reason why I even knew about it. I didn't know about it beforehand because I don't watch it too much. I right. don't. Uh, if I if I'm you're off better for it, it. <laughs> I'll watch it. Uh, I'll, I'll watch
0: uh, I'll watch Takeover.
2: I'll watch uh, uh, WWE UK. I'll watch that or NXT UK. I'll watch that.
0: Um, uh, uh, are you watching double or nothing this Saturday?
2: I am not. I am actually busy. So,
0: oh. uh, but you are aware of the war
2: that's going on, right? You No, here's the thing. Right. And then uh, it's not a war yet because you don't know what they're going to put out yet. So like, if you don't know what, what they're coming out with. Um, we got to give it a show or two. Cause uh, I believe the next one is in, in Florida. So, I mean, I wish him the best. Like, I've known the Young Bucks since we were, you know, we we're since I was coming up. Because we're all from the same area. Myself, Joey Ryan, the Young Bucks, Scorpio Sky, Joey, uh, um, uh, Brian Cage. I see you. Uh, all California kids. So, we all know each other from way before. Uh, uh, Mia Yim, she's another one that's from California. Yep. You mentioned before wow. So but it, it it's it's
1: been a while since anyone's felt this type of electricity behind a new promotion, honestly.
2: Definitely, definitely. And then for a while, honestly, I thought I thought it was gonna be Ring of Honor. I really thought it was gonna be Ring Yeah, Ring. they were yeah. close, man. They were close. What happened? I don't know, but I mean, but they're still they're still there. Um the, the good time. thing the good thing that all or nothing or the AEW has they have the, the strong backing of uh Mr. Khan who owns um uh the soccer team, what's they called? Um Fulham. Yep. Uh,
0: yep. So what do you, what are some things you want to see AEW accomplish before you take them seriously and you think and you you say listen, we got something here that, you know, maybe maybe cuz cons- they're striking nerves. They they you you, yeah, you see what that. Vince is doing. No, now. but
2: here's a thing and then like they're aware of what's going on around them. They were aware of TNA uh, of, uh, Impact. They were aware of that. So they're not dumb. Uh, but if you look at it this way, Do you really think that at this point in time, right now, they're gonna worry about uh, a company that hasn't fully started yet? Yes, they they have all the all the means, all the means to do it. And then I honestly, honestly wish them the best. I really do. Um, But they haven't started yet. They're still there. They had they had a great event at uh, um, All In, which is awesome. I did watch that. Uh, I liked it. I loved it a lot. So I hope it continues. I hope it continues and it becomes like something. But they're still here. uh, States are still. I don't want to say internet crowd, um, but essentially the underground crowd. Right, uh, right, right. I'm fans. Uh I'm sure there's a lot of people in Europe that don't even know about it all in. Uh all double or nothing. I'm sure there's a lot of people in Japan who, who no, actually Japan probably, but a lot of people in Mexico who don't know about it. They don't know about it in South America. They probably don't know about it in India. You know, and right, that's, that's, right, right. All that's that all the the territory. So oh. while there is still a global, still a global like um uh, AEW is, is just barely getting to to that, you know, to scratch the surface. And I wish, I honestly do wish, because it'll be nice to have competition.
0: Oh, uh, oh man, we know, we all know how how good the product gets when there's competition. Elevates the product, but Mr., if you had something, but to it say. also
3: elevates like the talent and what they can do and how they get paid and treated, mm. right? Um, so, um, what's that? No, of course, definitely. So exactly like you. There have been a lot of talks about how WWE backstage is toxic as of late. And so WWE presents a very interesting situation um, because it, it might be that, that, that uh, pressure valve that might release some of that steam. Um, how do you feel about talent that's frustrated about their creative decision, uh, direction, I'm sorry, in WWE?
2: Well, that's why I left. I, I left because I was upset. Plus, they were messing with my money. So yeah. that's why I left. I wasn't oh. happy. Um and they weren't using me. I mean, here's the thing. We make our money off of well, first of all, the like the merchandise, the tours, the pay per views, the the live events, because T V is just a flat rate. That's your salary, which is great. A lot of guys had a very a lot of guys now still have a, a really good salary. Um uh, I'm gonna blow off some steam steam on this one. Yeah. Um so, Mike is yours. So I wasn't being paid anywhere near what a full-on wrestler was because I wasn't necessarily seen as a full-on wrestler. I was still kind of like a, you know extra type of... Uh, I don't know what the term is. I had a good contract, but it wasn't what the wrestlers were getting. Mm. Uh, and then... So I was making... My money was coming from all the, like, the live events and then the, the appearances with Alberto. Okay. So the moment they took me away from Alberto, all of that shit just went, was gone. Okay. To what? And I was basically paying to go to work. Um. Wow. That's where I was having a lot of frustrations. Um. When it came to that, it wasn't so because I was I was honestly happy to be there because I, I know if I stuck around, uh, and I know my personality, I know I would have gotten something out of it. So that's where eventually where the whole like you know commentary thing came in. Um. And um. Uh, but because it took me off everything, like uh, that's where all my money went. Um and uh so I wasn't making you know those I wasn't anywhere near the the six figure that you know that I had prior. Uh I wasn't near anywhere near where like a low a low car guy was getting. Um wow. so, and that has to eat at you, right? Yeah, of course, because I then now I was digging into my piggy bank at home to to pay for my bills. Uh and it's not like I, I ever lived a lux- a luxurious life. I didn't. Um, I took care of my mom. I, I still, well, as much as I can, uh, take care of my mom, my sister, you know, um, there's a lot of issues with, with my family that, uh, my sister's husband, uh, got ra- his, his family got raided by immigration. And then, so I had to wow. pay for the lawyers. My God. Wow. Wow. How,
3: like, that must've been a very difficult time for you.
2: It, it was, I mean, uh, expensive, but I mean, when it comes to family and, you know, like I said, we Latinos, like you know, family, yeah. family. Yeah. Of course.
0: Of course, things yeah. that things that happen like that, man. You just gotta take care of it. and and it c- keeps coming up a lot. I gotta ask you, man. You that stuff alone on the side, you have to deal with injuries and whatnot. What was it? What was like one of your worst injuries that you might have to, have to dealt with out of pocket or something?
2: Um, during or or before or just in general, hey,
0: whenever in general. Well, I, preferably during WWE because we all know how bad that case was. Well,
2: with with WWE, like they took if if I got hurt uh, on their watch, I they took care of everything. So they took care of me with that. Um, really? I got knocked out twice. Okay, uh, they took care of me. Like uh, I think once I they they let me stay at home for like a week and then uh, they paid me. Um, I got knocked out right back. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh wow! It was actually it was it's actually on TV too. It was uh it was a tribute to the troops. Oh uh, man. I don't remember anything after he gave me that clothesline, that big clothesline, and then and, like I don't remember shit. I, remember,
0: uh, <laughs> I, I think there's a list of you guys. Who was it that gave you that clothesline? <laughs> I did. I got clothesline. Do you remember by who? Right back. Right back.
1: All right. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> I would have still
2: not woken up, so I give you credit. Right. So, and, um, so, and then it was funny because like um, this is what they told me afterwards. Uh, I finished whatever I was supposed to do there because I think I was supposed to get it up and then take the shell shock uh, and then roll off. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he beats the Rio. Cool, all right, whatever. So then we get to the back. Again, this is what they told me. Because uh, Malenko, I love Malenko. I love Malenko. Yeah, told me that uh, they were all checking on on Alberto and Del real knew that I was I was out because yeah, I guess he was talking to me before, uh, during, you know, walking up the ramp and then I wasn't answering. So then... Um, so the real goes, Hey, go check on Ricardo, check on Ricardo. I think he's out. I don't, again, I don't remember any of this. And then, um, uh, and then nobody did. So I walked off and I went to catering and I started eating a whole loaf of bread. Wow. <laughs> of it. it. Yeah, it was just a loaf of bread and cereal. <laughs> just carbo loading and shit. Apparently. <laughs> uh, God. I don't remember any of it. And then I, I, when I, when I came back, I was eating cereal just uh, straight out of the box.
1: Holy shit. So,
2: concussions are no joke, man. Uh, oh no, no, dude. I and I'm I'm very open about this when it comes to like social media and stuff and the concussions and how badly it's messed me up. Um like there's days like I don't sleep for like almost seven, eight days. Wow. Whoa. I get like very strong uh, headaches and uh or I just can't sleep. Uh and you're
3: still dealing with this? Like that that's a current condition.
2: Still, still and then what like really weird like mood swings like i'll be happy and all of a sudden i just like go blank Um, there's a lot of times where i just completely go numb like i don't i don't feel like happy i don't feel sad i'm just there uh and then it leads into obviously like the big thing that's going on with like the mental health and the depression and stuff and um i i know i never had this problem up until my third concussion Wow, and that's started to really, really, really mess me up. Um, so for the last four, almost four years, since three years, four years, I don't know when I left 30, four years. Um, that's been what I've been dealing with a lot of just like <laughs> sleepless nights. Wow,
1: what do the the medical
2: professionals tell you? Well, there's no there's no way they can really get into it until I die, and check my brain. I put that well, one I mean on the shelf me.
1: for now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's, table that Let's table that. one for another time, though A little further up. Wow.
3: <laughs> so, what do you tell young wrestlers that you're training about? You mm-hmm. know your 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 injury and and these concussions and your mental health.
2: There's there's I mean it, again and this is just and I, I know and then you you I know you guys watch like the current uh, indie wrestling and then like a lot of stupid. Stupid, <laughs> do. No.
3: nah, yeah. Just recently, something was going uh, around. Uh, someone doing like a back body drop oh o- off a balcony through a table.
2: Yeah. Oh, god, too, the, the guy that did it, uh, not the guy that took it, I know the guy that did it. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, but there, uh, <laughs> when, I was young, <laughs> when I was younger, man, I was doing a lot of stupid, shit. I really was, but I'm 33 now. Um, you know as as far as doing the actual physical athlete thing i know my time is is not as as vast as it was when i was 20 you know like i maybe if if i played safe maybe another 15 years roughly if i played safe uh before like the body just says hey man chill like, you're not <laughs> you're not that young stallion anymore calma te guey that comes with wisdom right yeah no, definitely and then uh, and also like I said, like just being around um there there is there is a little bit of sadness sometimes when I see and I, I see it a lot too now that something I promised I, I promise to myself I will never get to. There's a there's a lot of guys out on the Indies, uh and we're at this little like gym, you know, a little VFW hall or like a school gym, or whatever. And then they're easy, like running. Either they're they're close to their fifties or they look like they're fifty. And they're still and it's not because they—they. They, I mean, I'm sure they love it. That's why they do it. But uh, I'm sure that's not the only reason. It's because they need it. They need that extra fifty, sixty bucks. Mm. Uh, and I don't want to ever get to that. All the eggs in one basket. Right. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I'm playing it safe. And then if I if I get to that age and I I want I want and I'm still doing it it's because I I just I'm missing. I want to, not because I need to. Um. So. so- you
3: You've gone on yeah. training several different uh uh, you know, we talked about Selena Delorenta and um and you've trained a bunch of other people. Who's somebody that we should be on the lookout for? Like somebody that we gotta be like, yo, you know, Ricardo told us about so-and-so. Like we really gotta be on the watch for for this this one or two people.
2: There's a lot of people here in Florida that not I'm sorry, in Texas, that not I didn't necessarily train them, but, I mean, I've, I've messed around with and then just been in the ring with. And then they're, I don't claim them as mine, but I know that just give them enough time and then they're going to do something major. Um, one of my close buddies from California, uh, Thunder Rosa, mm. she trains with me now and then. Uh, she's amazing. And I know for her, it's only a matter of time before somebody picks her up. And she's so talented, so good. She, she can go. She's a legit badass. And – uh <laughs> Uh, there's her. There's a uh, high end from uh Reality Wrestling, which is Booker T's. Uh, she's so good. Oh, um, Kylie Ray is another one. Um, and I know she's with AEW. Uh, as so far as the girls go, uh, I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think of all the local ones here before I move on. Um, Shots Blackheart is pretty good too. I like her a lot. Um, and as far as the guys. There's this guy here in Texas. He's like the big dog here. Uh, uh, and he's super cool. His name is Moonshine Mantel. Um, in Florida, uh, off the top of my head, one of my favorite dudes was Aaron Epic. Uh, mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite dudes to train with because we would always kind of play the game of horse uh, when it comes to like ho- holds and submissions. So, like, i would be like, hey, Eric, uh, uh, Aaron, um, let me show you this. And we like, oh, that's cool. Let me show you this. I'm like, oh, well, let me show you this. And then so we'll always go back and forth. Um but, uh, oh, there's a whole bunch of them, man and and yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Well Jesus, you know, we, we were raised very... the... <laughs> <laughs>
1: we Ricardo Rodriguez Ricardo. Ricardo. <laughs> um honestly it's been a it's been a pleasure to have you on here. And one of the reasons is because honestly, you made us hate you, man. <laughs> on the screen, you you just had that presence and the chemistry between you and Alberto. It was evident, and and people hated you guys. At the same time, we read you, right? So, what was some of the craziest shit that ever happened with fans while you were ringside?
2: Uh, coincidentally of what's <laughs> going on right now, we're in Alabama, we're in Mobile, Alabama. Interesting. So I'm on the, the ring. Yeah, right? I'm I'm on the ring. I'm on the ring. And then um um, there's this dad in the front row, and I'm because we we're in commercial, we're in commercial, so it's just me in the ring, right? Um. So uh there's this kid, two kids, and his dad. And the dad is just like, oh, you suck, you suck, you suck. Uh, you, and then one of them goes, you fucking Mexican. Oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. And I turn around. I just, I just turn around and turn my head. I didn't turn all the way around. I just turn my head and I see him. And then the kids start flipping me off. And they're, mind you, they're probably like six, seven, seven, eight, oh you know, run that And dad's right there. Then you fucking Mexican. And you wet back, go back to Mexico, oh. you beaner. I was like, what the fuck? In front of his kids. And the kids are flipping me off. Oh, <laughs> my
1: God.
2: God. I was like, oh, lovely, lovely, good good parenting. So, <laughs> uh, so how many kids did you smack that man? <laughs> <laughs> man, so there is that one. Uh, the thing that really bugs me sometimes is when, and this is, like, I lose my shit when it comes to this, is when parents use their kids as bait. Uh, if, say, we just drove in from, I don't know, a town, a city that was like four hours away. Mind you, we don't get out of, out of the, the SmackDown. I'm sorry, we don't get out of Raw until maybe like almost close to midnight because by the time the show ends, because we have to wait till the end, uh, the show ends. By the time we get out of the city and then you know, make our four, three, four hour drive, we don't get to hotels till maybe what, four or five in the morning mm. um, on a good day.
4: We're exhausted.
2: Uh, and then there's times where there's people waiting for us at the hotel. And the mm. kids, you can see the kids are just dying, just sleeping. They're sleeping. They're, like, drowsy as hell. And then we get there, and we're tired, too. We're exhausted. And a lot of times, it's about the approach. It's not so much that, like, you're asking for autographs. Um, it's so much the approach uh, when, when they start demanding shit. Mm. Signed uh. it. Um, so um, I remember once, I, I, we were in Cleveland. We had just gotten in, and there was fans at the, at the, at the hotel because we were doing media that day, that morning. So we had like the nice fancy hotel. WWE pays for your hotel when when you're doing uh, promotional stuff in the morning. Um, so uh, so we get there and then uh, there's this... Dorio goes in. He checks in, uh, and I'm uh, I, I stayed back because I had to park the car or whatever or uh, get the ticket from valet. Excuse me. Um, so as we're coming in, this dad and he's literally dragging his kids. And mind you, the kids are probably seriously like five. Um. Hey, my, my kids are big fans of yours. Can we get an autograph? I was like, dude, your kids are fucking falling asleep. It's a Tuesday. Take him. Jesus, I have to go to school. Jesus Christ. Uh and I, I lost my shit. I was I was a lot more vulgar uh on, on that one. Oh, uh, I, I hear it. <laughs> What'd <please>. you say? <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of there's a lot of F bombs. Oh man. Uh, well,
3: interesting, right? Like any explosions backstage that we should know about?
2: There were a, a couple. I mean, like <laughs> a couple little brawls, altercations. um but I mean something we we most of us have talked about already like, you know, the whole like uh Unico and and uh um what's his face? Uh, Gotch. I, mean, I wasn't oh, that.
0: Right. I got the, I got the skitty from a bunch of people. Um and I I, I I'm I'm going to assume the stuff with Del Rio and the catering guy uh oh i, I got the, i got the whole story from everybody about hmm.
2: that and then it, it goes back to the same thing just because let's say you and you and you and i like you know we're latinos so we'll, we'll crack jokes about like latinos to each other right you know whatever and then you have this other guy that comes in and starts doing the same thing he's like whoa hold whoa, 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 the fuck up first of all we don't know you all right, but what was it that he said what what was said that 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 did it from the, the general consensus that I got from everybody was because I wasn't there. I had already just I had already left the company. So the general consensus was that they were joking around, and then um, that the the Twitter guy uh, just left his trash, and then Doriel goes, "Hey, dude, pick up your stuff," and then uh, and then he says because they were making jokes about Mexicans or whatever you know between uh, a bird and somebody else.
0: Right.
2: And then the guy goes, uh, "No, that's what you guys are for."
0: Ooh. So-
2: I Yikes. See now, oh, you see, yeah. this clarifies so, things. So, so you're telling me you never <laughs> had to smack nobody? <laughs> people that told me it's basically the same thing, mm.
3: Yeah, that's, that's wild. So, you ain't never had
2: to smack nobody? That sounds like you've just told us several uh,
3: uh, opportunities to smack a
2: bitch, <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, not only that, like people don't realize like the real was a legit MMA fighter, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this food, this was this is legit did you and did you, you, did, you got this little scrawny kid? No my miss, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, did you ever see him like legit fuck somebody up like on the road?
2: No, 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 okay. there was there was a lot of times where we were close. I punched his in the face before like uh, uh just because the the thing was if it's if somebody's gonna be in trouble, I'd rather be me than him, okay, ah, so, okay. wow, okay
3: so. So why did you punch a bitch?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mischief's just digging
1: right yeah, now. He's just, he's getting I want to know tea. the scoop, man. Yeah. He wants all the tea. <laughs> no,
2: no, was, no, And I'll tell you about this one. There was a time once where uh, we were out at, um, in Poughkeepsie, New York. And the only thing that was open, I think it was like a Chili's or something. Of course. Um, before we hit that, we got to our hotel. And then uh, we had the original Sincara with us, and then we had this fan who, like, legit comes up to us. While we were at the table, we had just just finished ordering. We had got, like, the, the chips or whatever, so we were drinking our drinks. Um, and um, this guy comes up, me, hey, you know, big fan, you know, great show. Can we have your autograph? And they're real politely, politely. He goes, hey, you know, we just ordered food. Can, can we get you once we're done? Once we're done, you know, whatever. Cool, all right, cool. We get our food. No more than five minutes after we got our food, this little kid comes up to us. Um, and goes, hey, sir, man, have your autograph. We're like, yeah, sure, okay. So then we see the girl go back and walk right to that table where that piece of shit was. <laughs> so at the time, we were, we, somebody we we're like, man, fuck them then. Right. Mm-hmm. So then we, we finished our food. We had a good time. We we're on our way out. Um, and then uh, he comes, the guy comes out. He's like, hey, so what about that picture? And then Dorio we just goes, like, man, fuck you. Um, so then, uh, so and I, I, know, I know where it was going. So I was like, you no. Know, hold the real back and I was like, no dude so then I started going off on this guy man fuck you you know using your kids as baby piece of shit da, 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 da. and um so Sincar is with us and so he goes Sincar what about you can I get a can I get an autograph whatever whatever Sincar just keeps going to the car. He made some comment along the lines of him being a Mexican not knowing not knowing English. Motherfucker <laughs> yeah. just turns around just decks him. Yeah that's what I'm pa la- talking about <laughs> It felt good, didn't it? It, it felt good, but since <laughs> I was like, fuck, let's go. <laughs> let's go, get let's out of here. Fucking go. <laughs> oh
3: yo, you ever get in trouble for that shit?
2: No, no, no. Um, Word got around, but it was more of a, hey, don't do it again.
3: Yeah. Man, see, God, I got a big mouth. Yo, he told everybody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but here's the thing though, like, we have to protect each other. Because oh, no, most definitely I, I no, know, I know it's not the same. I know it's not the same. Like, you know, as when like you know, the, the veterans are, you know, the, the soldiers are in war, but like, it, I forget what, what it's called. And, um, when you're in the, ah, shoot, in the ditch, you know, you're all brothers type in of the thing. Trenches. Mm-hmm. In the trenches. trenches. yes, I, so that, 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 that. <laughs> <laughs> We have yeah. each other. Um, we have to, because honestly, we're all we have. We yeah. spend more time with each other than we do with, with our own families. Mm, mm. Real
1: talk Not only that But you guys are also Very vulnerable As you come into You know Real world
2: Yeah Interacting right, with definitely.
1: the fans And whatnot. so
2: Yeah and then You're always gonna have That one or two piece of shit That's like Oh I don't watch wrestling I don't watch MMA It's like Oh I watch MMA too uh, So what Oh you're, you're <laughs> just something like, dude, you, don't know, you don't know Anything
3: about us mm. uh, So what dude I'm trying to take a shit man Can you get out of the bathroom
2: <laughs> <laughs> No Oh shit So there was this one time Oh <laughs> Yeah <laughs> like, I'm in the bathroom I'm in the bathroom of a restaurant we we finished eating so I'm I'm, uh, I'm pissing and this dude comes up to me right behind my ear and he goes Alberto <laughs> 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 I'm done I'm done I'm done I'm
3: done <laughs> oh
2: so, so then so then like at first it was like a, a quick instant chuckle of like Jesus Christ <laughs> And then it turned into mad. (laughs) It turned into mad. Like I swear, man, if if I was if I saw had any more in me, I probably would have just turned around and pissed on him.
1: Yo, what kept Uh, you from doing so? I ran out of. (laughs) (laughs) He caught me at the bitter end.
2: That's oh why so we God. can have
1: nice things No so nice, oh, nice things,
2: things so <laughs> oh. and, then, and then the food that this dude tries to shake my hand after I was like I just grabbed my thing Like dude come on man
3: You should have touched his face
2: Yep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you should have been like shh, shh, <laughs> And stuck your index finger on his lips Like just shh. <laughs> Don't say another word <laughs> The moment is for us I just
2: walked out
0: He would have remembered you forever Hell
2: of an autograph <laughs> But again Like I said A lot of it is it's, it's on the approach
1: Like no, Dude come on So Ladies and gentlemen Don't be a dick
0: For <laughs> real
3: And don't talk to him While he's touching his dick <laughs> <laughs> That should just be A rule of thumb
0: forever Forever <laughs> And everyone Not just <laughs> Just <laughs>
3: Ricardo Oh
0: my god <laughs> Uh, Ricardo, we 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 have this thing. I, I don't want to keep you as long as uh, as long as we uh, can. I'm, we kept you for long Um, we do this thing called the lightning round. It's just round the chair shots, and uh, we give you quick uh one an- one word answers. Vic, we shut can- the fuck up. I yeah. got it. All right, good lord. Say <laughs> it, a mission All right,
3: <laughs> I'm gonna ask you just a bunch of questions. Say the first thing that comes to your head. All right, no no big deal. But um, what's your favorite movie?
2: Uh, devil's advocate uh, scrubs, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 snatch, and uh, very good one.
3: (laughs) All right, snatch. Um, what's your favorite cheat meal? Uh,
2: Cheeseburgers, from where in and out, man? Oh, that's that's fine.
3: Damn, you're definitely from LA. (laughs) (laughs) That was such an LA answer. Um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Mind control. (laughs) Ooh, Ooh, mind nice. control. Um, person you want to meet, real or fictional? Uh Jackie
2: Chan. Oh. Ooh.
3: Worst purchase you've ever made.
2: Uh <laughs> an engagement ring. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Toma. Um only because it, it never it never became a wedding ring. Boy I mean
3: we, we nah kind of picked up on <laughs> that. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> she don't got a note. <laughs>
1: This is true. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving.
3: In your opinion, who's the most important—the face of the heel?
2: Mm. The heel. Okay. Why is that? Because he can make the baby face. You can have you can you can have a really good heel that can make a baby face, but you can have a really good baby face that has a shitty heel. Mm.
3: Mm. And who's your favorite heel of all time? Heel Eddie. Hey. Oh. One of our Viva la right? Oh um, so you, what is a useless talent that you have?
2: Uh, I have a lot of like random, like Snapple facts in my head.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, so, go no. give us one. What's a, a Snapple fact on the spot?
2: Um, dolphins and Otters rape. <laughs> <laughs> <What? Shit. laughs> the best one. <laughs> how far. many? How many languages do you speak? <laughs> Uh, uh, fluently Three and a half uh, But I know about four uh, Four or five
3: Three and a half half. What is does a half <laughs> How does that work
2: Meaning me, I can understand it But I, uh, if you tell me Hey okay. Speak this When it comes to like The past present future Tenses I, okay, I just oh. jump
3: Oh so what languages uh,
2: So Spanish English French I know that uh, Italian Portuguese Because they're all They're all Latin based So I can read them yeah. I can understand them um, But when it comes to speaking them I get lost in the past Present futures uh, I And then uh, uh, oui.
3: See you fucked up. I don't know what he said.
2: <laughs> you gotta Google it. Yo, uh, you you speak Spanish? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite soccer player? Right now, Messi.
0: Ooh. Oh, okay. And
3: what is your favorite role? Because you've had several different roles in Mm. your career, right? You've been a manager. You've been an announcer, a commentator, a wrestler. wrestler. So what has been your favorite role and why?
2: I want to say, honestly, trainer. Trainer Trainer slash uh, producer. Oh. I get to see my story come to life in other people. Mm.
0: So and we enjoy that. seeing that, man Definitely we yeah. see the reins with Selena De La Renta And all her work she's doing at MLW, man And we, shall we, we'd love to see more of you, man um, We'd love to have you again uh, Thanks for being on And um, I think we're going to cut it off on our end Appreciate your time Do thanks. you have anything you
3: want to say to the people, right? Oh. All these people listening What would you like to leave them with?
2: Well, first of all, thank you for every to everyone Because if it wasn't for them, we, we wouldn't be us Mm. Uh, I mean, and then we need somebody to read that comic book because we're the closest thing to superheroes in a sense. So we need people to invest in the in the comic book story, um, and uh, support everyone. Support your your local industry, your local indies and then support everybody that's out there. And then um, I, I really honestly do hope that AW does something, and then it becomes a different avenue for people to you know that are frustrated with with WWE's happening, and then mm. just go to AW and see that. Uh, because wrestling is for everybody um, you, And it's kind of like you know, Baskin Robbins, there's 31 different flavors 32, whatever it is So everybody has <laughs> a flavor So sure. like, if you don't like a certain thing Hey, you know, try vanilla and Say if you don't want strawberry Or try sherbet If you don't want uh, lemon I don't know, shit <laughs> so, <laughs> Great concept, point. man and That's the
1: beauty of the industry right now Where, where can the fans find you right now, man?
2: Well, right now, uh, like I can talk to you guys off the air. like I got some stuff coming up, but um, it's not 100% guaranteed, so I don't want to jinx it. But I should know within the next two weeks. But uh, for now, uh, my Twitter, which is still RRWWE, and I only have the, uh, the WWE part because I still have the blue checkmark. Uh, hey. Um, okay. If
3: you, change your, if you change your name, they take it away?
2: Yeah, yeah. they take it away. Oh, uh, bastard! Uh, keep that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then on Instagram, on Instagram is more so just you know, training videos and a bunch of memes. And um, that's uh, the letter J, underscore, Rodriguez, 818. Ah, uh, 818. All right,
0: cool. Cool beans, man. Thank you for your time, man. appreciate you, man. And thank Godspeed, man. Muchas